You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is AfterBuzz TV for Justify. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Justified news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues... Justify. You got hey, it. Hey, you got well it this done. week. I like to have the pregnant pause. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for joining it. us, everybody, for another After Buzz podcast of Justified, Season 3, Episode 4, entitled The Devil You Know. I'm your host, John Comerford. I'm joined in the studio by the lovely and talented Tamara Berg, Hello. the not-so-lovely but equally talented Steve Bottomley. Hello. And in the booth, the producer extraordinaire is Phil Svitek. Welcome, everyone. And by the way, I've got some... F- Thanks for the whistling, Steve. It was me. It was Tamara. Tamara. She hooted you. It was definitely a girl whistle. All right. Well, I've got a fun <laughs> special segment for you guys. I'm looking um, forward to the it. The season Jeez. two, we're going to review the season two DVD extras. Perfect. This awesome. Very, very, very fun. Very for, very so, nice. so for those of you who, uh, who bought it on iTunes and couldn't get it, I'll break it down for there you. Nice. Go. That's what we do here, isn't that, it? That's we break it down. Speaking of breaking it down, okay, The Devil You Know, aptly titled once again, as always. Uh, two storylines, really, about the in this particular episode. We saw the continuation of Mags' money and where is it, and and the jailbreak is part of that, and, you know, let's go get it, and all that kind of stuff, and how that uh, played out. And then we got to see, uh, well, actually, the continuation of Quarles. I'm sorry, Mr. Detroit. Mr. Detroit. Uh, making his head away and trying to uh, get his team together to take over the hall, not the hall, but Harlan County and the whole thing and make his money there and how that affected Boyd and we're going to see the convergence of those two people come you stole my word I beg your pardon (laughs) I even Uh, wrote it down because I came up with that in the car on the way over convergence oh convergence I was like they're coming together it's it's a convergence if you just call it um, I beg your pardon I'm sorry but uh, so let's get right into let's talk Dicky and I, I know the other one, but the jailbreak and the fight sequence, I, I just have to start with Dick because he's so pathetic. He and Dewey in the yard getting their ass kicked. Yeah, I they, loved I love the fact that that's all part of the plan. Exactly. Except no one told Dewey. Yeah, no, right. So, so Dewey, Dewey he's jumps just being in. a stand up guy. I'm telling you, I swear to God, it's like they, they love writing for this actor and this character so much that they just keep him in because he's such a such a Dweeb. Yeah, dweeb. he's, he's like the guy that will never die because he's yeah. just kind of too stupid to die. <laughs> exactly. But I just love the fact that we're off the gate, out of the gate, they're just irritated with the guy. Yeah, and now they got to bring him along. And oh. You were not part of the plan. Uh, hey, man, what happened? What, what this guy, moron? Yeah. You think he heard anything about the plan? Dickie or Dewey, what do you know about the plan? What, about you breaking out of jail? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. He's so good at The this. nicest He's thing so about good. that scene was they just leave the syringe in oh, his no, neck. No, no. They oh don't even God. bother to pull it. That's, that's, don't you think it's classically, that's Elmore Leonard right yeah. I mean, that's yeah. perfect yeah. stuff, though. But I just love the Dewey on the, on the current. He said, I think I'm going in shock. I'm really cold. <laughs> Can, can I can can I get a Tylenol? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderfully, and then there's Dicky. I mean, got his hair. I mean, it's so. I mean, it, 
emaciated and and I love the way later in the next scene when you uh, Raylan's talking about it that he's talking to the uh, the doctor and the infirmary what, what was the line he said you were bushwhacked by an imbecile yeah. and an undernourished half crow <laughs> Let me get this straight. Yeah, exactly. Now that's great, Elmore stuff. I mean, I, I, I don't obviously he didn't write it, but whoever did was just that's just good stuff. I mean, there's who, so who many, doesn't want to say that? Oh yeah, bushwhack. This one was written so? by Taylor Elmore. Taylor Elmore, that's which we get to, confused all the time Leonard, with Elmore yeah, Leonard. So I well, what the connection the, is. I, you know, we're talking about one-liners in last week's show. The, again, this week's oh, show great had great ones. Just yeah, great ones right off the back. Can I get a goddamn amen? Yeah, <laughs> give me a goddamn amen. <laughs> Apparently, Greg Graham was a, it was an ad lib or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was an ad lib by the actor. It? Yeah, Neil oh, McDonough said, let nice. me try this. Let, let me do one this. more. Nice. And so yeah. he came up with it. Give me a goddamn it. So I picked the one <laughs> line that the writer didn't write exactly. to compliment his writing. <laughs> I see. You're welcome. Uh, You're so good, You know, there's something that I've been noticing in the last few episodes that, that this show really does well. It's using the facial bruises and the scars as yeah. a timeline. Yes, that's <laughs> a great that? point. A the, the, because as it yeah. progresses, the scars do get smaller, as opposed mm-hmm. to like a lot of shows where you know next season they're next just week, gone. They're gone. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, but I'm thinking, man, way to go, makeup really, crew. Yeah, that is hard for the makeup department and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So kudos and continuity, makeup and continuity, nicely done. Yeah, but it is nice. You kind of go, okay, so that's fading. So this is it, it helps you keep you know keep time space. And, you know, we see that we saw that a lot in the last three episodes Mm -hmm. because uh, him, uh, Raylan, was recovering from his gunshot wound and, you know, was really stiff and achy and moving kind of slow and And ready to get back in the saddle, if you know what I mean. Boyd Boyd is slowly losing his face scar. Yeah. And And, um, Devil had to get rid of his mouth. Wound, cold sore, right? Oh, cold yeah. sore, which really, seriously, I'm like, dude, that's a cold sore. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bed. That's well, no, it's when Boyd decked him. Of course, it is yes. at the bridge. Yes, that so wasn't a cold sore. So, uh, yeah, it, the infirmary. Their big plan is to break these guys out and then have uh, Dicky take them to the money. Right, that's their big plan. Of course, we find out there's more to this plan later, which we'll discuss as we get into this. But I, I you know, I, the guard Ash. Doesn't seem to be the brightest guy. <laughs> and, uh, no, I couldn't quite figure out who was really running the show because they were, you know, even the, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't remember the doctor's name, the infirmary doctor. Yeah, I couldn't figure, name. I never could figure but it out. But they both seem to have different agendas or slightly competing agendas because, you know, uh, the doc wants Dewey for some other reason, which we obviously are it's next week. We saw it in the upcomings. So uh, that's interesting. But there also seemed to be, uh, who is he talking to? The doc at the end. He's on the phone with somebody. I got one guy. I don't know. So I there's more guy. to this. And I'm, I'm just yeah. Yeah. Is this Corals? Is this Mr. Detroit? What's the deal? And right. So, any clue on that? I know it's predictions, but that was the one thing that was really interesting to me is that there was more going on even than what we were seeing. I don't have a, an answer for that, but at predictions, I do have something about the Dewey right, situation. Well, right, we'll but I have no idea who he's talking to. Right. But there, that's another interesting thing about this show is you can like get the script and, and go, well, yeah, I'm going to be – I'll take this role yeah. because although for this – Episode. I'm kind of the like the background guy. Yeah, he dies. Yes, <laughs> and then I also get to That's step right. up. Speaking of, he dies. I mean, we were talking as it happened. They give you no warning. The guy in the truck. Uh, oh, sorry, God. the van that has the corpses in the yeah. back. Yeah, he's a, uh, a, a, yeah, a contract guy. Can I, exactly. can I can I get a little taste? <laughs> Bam. Bam! He's dead. Well, I was starting to do body count on this one. I only yeah. counted three though, but yeah. it seemed like they were coming fast and furious. Yeah. Um. But I watched it twice. This was the second time just before we yeah. came on, and it still shocked me each time. I know. <laughs> I thought the shot, 
looking <laughs> from the back of the van, you see in the corpses on the floor of the van. In the body bags? Oh, yeah, I thought that was hysterical. And one pops up and just... And they, they, don't, they, don't, they know it's Dewey and they yeah. don't care. They don't, they're just, they're not even just watching them. That kind of reminded me of... Um, the uh, 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 oh, Fairly Brothers movie um, Fargo, that? when when she's no, running around Coen blind. Brothers. I'm sorry, Coen, Coen Brothers. Yeah, where she's running around blindfolded. Yeah, exactly. And they're just all watching her. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Same right. sort of feel of right. this guard just watching Dewey. You just let him flail about for a bit cause it's, <laughs> <laughs> because it's because he's finally coming to from the syringe. <laughs> no respect. They but just, and it was it. hilarious. But having a little claustrophobia issues in my world, oh, you, you know, I was thinking of the poor actor. Who you know, of the actor having to do that through the can't really breathe very well yeah that would freak me out that was yeah i was like <laughs> well it was a stunt man so you know hopefully he was you're right okay because you're he right. had to fall he out probably of had the an ativan before he did it just to be sure <laughs> but no that's out of van to, to fall out, out of the van, van. <laughs> hey you guys that would freak me out no. I, I wouldn't be able to do that so well, I would be able to do it because yeah, you, know, you would. It's a job. You'd, you'd make it, but mm-hmm. but it it made me nervous. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, okay. So what were we talking about? Yeah, well, we're, we're just talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously they call in the marshals uh, because the marshals they're, they're one of their things that they, what's under their purview is that they escape convicts, etc. So that that's why Raylan gets called in. Uh, also because it's Dicky, I'm sure they went oh. Let's get Raylan. <laughs> I feel bad for Raylan. And later in the episode, another one of the great lines of the episode. Oh, that's right. Shit, God, God damn. damn it. If I don't have to go save Dickie Bennett. <laughs> How bad is I that? I hate it when that happens. How bad does it have to be when you have to save? I mean, I guess they're trying to cement his hero status. I mean, he's got to go save somebody he would rather just let die. Clearly reluctant hero in yes, certain situations. Extremely reluctant mm-hmm. hero. Raylan in this episode had the same sort of, you know, cavalier, I'm not too worried about any of this attitude right. that he, he had really last, did. you know, that we got to see, except when he went up against Detroit. But this one through the whole thing is kind of like, yeah, first time we see him, he's, you let an imbecile and an undernourished yeah. you know, and, and all the way down the line, he was talking to Rachel and going into the hauler, and he, there was there really even going up against Ash. Yeah, you just know, you didn't cool, see, yeah, cool, the cool, cool. kind of like I'm just <laughs> kind of just bored a little. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, just and that's cool. fun to watch. And when yeah. he's interviewing or, or interrogating Ash, it's yeah. so much fun to watch when he's in that place. Oh, it is. You know, I'm 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 concerned about leaving you. Yeah, I don't want to leave you alone. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> don't, nobody, nobody wants to, to die, die alone. alone. Don't have any oh, bars, no bars on my cell phone, but don't use the hotel. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's that, probably the spleen. It's okay, you can live without a spleen. As it goes septic, then you got to get it out. Out of there, <laughs> he must have. A, God, he must have fun playing that. Yeah, I mean, he must have fun writing those things. I mean, being, oh in, the, I can, being in the writers it must be a blast because uh, you get to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, every it's, single one of these guys. I mean, I don't know who would be funner to write for. Uh, Dewey. Yeah, yeah. Or Boyd's got. Or Boyd. Well, but also Boyd art. is so much fun. Oh, art yeah, is hilarious yeah, to art write is, for. Yeah. yeah. Just you know the and Boyd just his his quiet. You know, what, charm. What, what might precipitate this visit? <laughs> that was one of the great things because when when Raylan and Boyd sit together, you're always kind of thinking maybe Boyd isn't so bad. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. Boyd's not this bad guy. You know, maybe there's this moment he's going to turn. And, and in this episode, they yeah. went, no, 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 yeah. no, no. no. They, I think they wanted to remind you. Yeah. They did. Well, I, read I think something. you're right. I read something yeah. last week that yeah. had said that it was. I think it was an interview with Graham Yost again, right. talking about how. 
we know Boyd is charming and we know that right. Walton Goggins is a charming guy and and we write him as somebody who's very persuasive with people but you've got to remember he is a criminal and he does bad stuff yeah. and boy it came out he's a sociopath fast this week and, yeah. and he, you forget that because there's no real there there with these guys and he plays that really well it's scary it's scary it is scary I'm but, quiet because my mic is like Picking everything up. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of that, I know we were going to talk about this later, but I guess since we were chatting about it now, he, even when in that last scene with Devil, uh, when he was, you know, talking to him, obviously mm-hmm. he'd already uh, the, the made loyalty, his decision. Yeah, and the loyalty aspect is, has been crossed, and once that's been crossed, you can't go back. That's you know what Boyd was saying is once you go down the road, you can't go back. Mm-hmm. It, it, after he shot him. And he's talking to him about you know the pain. I know I, I've been right where you are, finding it hard to breathe, all that kind of stuff, and the pain mm-hmm. is unbearable. Do you want something for the pain? He, it, it looked like he felt bad that not only did he shoot him, but he had to shoot him. He felt bad about the whole thing, and he really did want to help him. But you know that code they quote live by mm-hmm. is that yeah, I, it had to be done because you had broken the loyalty. But there's no reason you know that you should I can't have to show suffer. you some mercy, right? Right. And in that weird way, yeah. Here I'm gonna. And You're again, solid by so taking this. And again, the writer gave him such a great line: "Close your eyes, son." Yeah, called him son. Called yeah. him son twice yeah. in that last scene. So yeah. you got a little taste of the preacher, yeah, and you got a big taste of the sociopath, and you know all the craziness. Jeez. Yeah, but and, but even in that moment they, when he's again, killing a guy, I'm going, he's still charming. <laughs> he's still, yes, yes, <laughs> it's freaky. That's. That is the thing that I was walking away with too. It's Ted like, Bundyus, God, ask, you know, uh, uh, but so much better. Oh well, okay. Cause, oh, cause well, I, well okay. yeah, because I studied Ted Bundy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's not get into that. I, don't I did. No, it that. was for it was for college. It wasn't. It wasn't like a personal, you know, <laughs> some weird thing. Yeah, <laughs> jailhouse pitch, romance or anything. A new reality show or something. No, no. Yeah. The next Ted. Right. Okay, send the. I'm a, to Phil. I'm a nationally ranked public oh. speaker. All right, Thank you very good. much. Let's move on from that. We'll, we'll, let's get back to our mm. show. All right. This, now we're going back to when uh, uh, Rachel and uh, Raylan had to go up to Noble Hall. Oh, and okay. Yeah. House. Great scene. Again, th- does this guy only work with meat in <laughs> Limehouse every time we've seen him? Yeah. Well, he's got a barbecue. <laughs> yeah, he's got a barbecue. He's got this. Uh, and then what's his last line, Rachel? I'll, I'll give you some bacon, bacon you will <laughs> never forget. <laughs> Uh, which is so loaded, I don't really want to yeah. talk about it. But. Yeah, I don't think he was just talking about no. Farmer John, if you know what I mean. But it was interesting, the car the way over, we were talking... Farmer you know, Johnson. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rachel's, you know, they were Thank talking about... Thank you very about much. The, way to go, Tammy. <laughs> Nationally ranked. Yeah, there you go. In the car on the way over, uh, Raylan and she are having a discussion about, um, you know, Black History Month and the holler. And, oh, that was and, so and fun. She's, oh, so you're taking me as an advocate. Ambassador. Ambassador, thank you. And he, he reminds her, well, I remember having to do the same thing for you which was nice because they did that in another season another episode so uh, that was nice so season you could two. see the interplay that they have there and how they, uh, they help each other uh, but I thought uh, I loved hearing uh, her story her backstory being from Tennessee and you know working uh, you know, as a maid with her mother and mm-hmm. the woman put her through uh, mm-hmm. Ole Miss and the whole thing I, I loved that I wanted, I wanted to know more of that stuff I thought that was an interesting scene where they just kind of forgot about yeah. Limehouse. Yeah. In kind of a way, sure. like, you're really not that important to us right now. <laughs> exactly. So I, we know you were on your turf. <laughs> yeah. But we're any, yeah. after a while, goes, well, you all have a lot to talk about. <laughs> so. So I'll just go on now. Just a little aside. Well, and again, in one of the things I read about about Graham Yost, he was saying the that 
you know, they there are so many characters on the show and they've got so much work to do right. that it's hard to get some of that character stuff in sometimes. Yeah. And they would love to do more, you know, because they give you these little tastes of yeah. that she went to college, her mom made her go to college to elevate her status and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, but they just don't have time. Yeah, they just don't no, have time. And it's but we can but fill in would, a lot of the if, gaps if as they long as stop, they give us those little yeah, tidbits. If they would stop, stop bringing in all people. the cool, you know, outside characters that you want to hang with that yeah. you've never seen a week before, and you're like, I know. But don't you, you're I thought gonna, it was fascinating how they brought in all that expos. Yes, and yeah. it, it's just basically ditched it in a side between the two of them, yeah. and even you know, Limehouse, like you said, is just rolling his eyes, going, "Well, you guys got a lot to talk about, but I'm busy." Well, <laughs> and they like did it with us, you know, a couple weeks ago with the Bass Reeves thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. two, exactly. two sentences, and we were all riveted and well, went off and got, did research. And they they did it a second time when uh, Raylan goes to Boyd at the bar and he's talking about his mother yes. and the whole thing at the hauler and, all, mm-hmm. and the whole, how he met Limehouse. In fact, I thought it was really interesting when he when we first see Raylan meet Limehouse, yep. he, he says. Uh, uh, Limehouse says, Givens, hmm, what have I known that name? And, and he says, probably my dad. Says, Why? Did he do something I would remember? I should remember. Yeah. And, he's, and Raymond says, well, put it that way, no. So, right. And then we find out later what that's about because the whole story of, of his mother going there and Arlo getting drunk and going there to fetch her. Fetch her. Yeah. <laughs> Dropped in. You're a riot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and Limehouse beating the crap out of him. One hit. Yeah. He, he uh, leaned back to Tennessee or something? To, yeah, leaned back. Yeah, whatever. Such a it's in Nebraska, big whatever. guy. Yeah, exactly. Such a big and, guy. Uh, Feld him. Let me ask him. you, do you think that Limehouse doesn't remember? I don't know. That's interesting. He, or he never let on he didn't. But then again, I thought that was a great little character because he could have played it so close to the vest. We don't know. Certainly, Raylan doesn't think he remembers him. But who knows? Maybe you know Limehouse remembers everything. Well, maybe My there's, maybe there's even, something going on ago. with... Um, his dad Arlo. and with Arlo, Arlo and, and, and Limehouse still. It, it seemed, but Limehouse knows a bunch. That's he knew about the pot that right. Boyd had. My guess is he knew that Arlo was part of that right. group, so he probably knows the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, but you know why, why tip his hat to a marshal? Right, you know. He just wants him to leave. Here, and here's why I love those little vignettes, because the writing is so tight and so good that you know there's a reason why we're sitting here listening. Yes. You know, he'll come in and he'll tell a story about his dad getting punched, but then the end of the story is directed to devil. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, they may... They, they whatever they infuse the storyline and do you know let's okay we're gonna have this nice so, little thing here yeah but let's just but make the sure message is going out to one of the other characters like their little talk at limehouse the message was they were talking but the message was definitely going out to limehouse yeah so i love those yeah. they're able to yeah, get those inf- that information in but also make it pertinent to to the scene yeah there's no fat in the show at all oh, God. well especially it's like, on Raylan's body it's just like Raylan and um, definitely not on Dickie's body either I enjoy watching it two times we've yeah. had a chance to do that a couple of times and uh, the three of us thank goodness we're all sort of in the same we have pers- personality but now, hang on a second can you just go back one <laughs> three clicks because we there's sometimes just things we wanted to see again <laughs> and well, yeah. other times when we just missed them or needed to write them down and yeah they say things it's because the show is so full and this is really the show that makes me feel like an old man because I'm always like going, can you turn on the closed <laughs> caption? I need the words under Ned. I can't well, understand. What are they saying? There were gardeners, well, there were gardeners. outside today. Yeah. But, well, but, and, and the, the, the accent and the whole thing. I mean, that still yeah. does. Cause they're, and they're using words that I've never heard of. And sometimes, and yeah, yeah. Or, or, they, or they drop a name and you don't know if it's like yeah, a exactly. phrase or, you know, something about trail mix and yeah, a guy's I got you, name. I got like, what? what the hell? What was, what was that? that? Yeah, was so that? they're just using the vernacular, so it's yeah. nice. So. 
We have not seen the sniper lately. In the no, last yeah. yeah, Tim hasn't been part of this. In the- you suppose he's off filming something? I don't know. Hmm. Because he's That's always a, a fun project. foil to Raylan. He's, he's always kind of a thorn in his side of, yeah. you know, taking Well, there was no Winona, no Art, no Tam. Yeah. Was it, did, we, did we meet any of them last week? Yeah, we must have seen Art. It's yeah. a whole Tim week ago. Steve, week. how do you expect us to remember let's, that? Let's stay on know. point, all right? This is this week. Okay. last week. And, and the point now we're on with it is Ash and the breakout. Uh, and no, having we were, to do with we were, yeah we, we just went to Limehouse and we came out of oh, Limehouse so they're, okay. they're gonna put a, they're gonna put a roadblock. so they know where they're headed okay oh yeah they, they know where they're yeah, headed but obviously Raylan's got more ideas because he knows okay if if I don't get anything from Limehouse my guess is who's the next person I can talk to who else knows what's going on in the holler who else wants Dickie and the money boy so that's the next person he goes to so and that's where we had the scene at the bar and you know we we skipped over Loretta. Oh yeah, Loretta. That's right. So Loretta just and the only reason I bring it up, right? The only reason I bring it up is that it wasn't a big scene. No, but they they brought her back. You don't know from Loretta because you haven't seen season season two. two. Yeah. Um and and I read ahead that she is going to come back for at least one more episode this season. It's a great storyline when you watch it you'll like it yeah. if, if anybody out there hasn't seen season two yet yeah it's you're just, crazy gotta watch it yeah. but uh, the loretta storyline is really fascinating it's yeah. fascinating and, and, Raylan and helps very her important in season two thing and uh, gets her away yeah from it's and, sweet between the two of them you know i've got a note on that scene and uh it's you've you're given a, a certain amount of information at the beginning of the show and then Raylan's job is to keep that information alive without making it boring you know, he's got to do his investigation. He's got to kind of... Yeah, because it, it could be very procedural. It like could be. Yep. And, you know, there are some some procedural shows out there that it's just, <clears throat> what give me the facts so I can move the story along. Exactly. And you, yeah. you don't want to keep giving the same information over because as a viewer, you know this. But the way that they do these scenes, it yeah. really is a dance with each one of these different characters yep. and each one of these different scenes. The way that they dance yeah. the information out how they work and, within and they each get other. out of the scene really fast so you don't really you don't you have to figure out the connection between that scene and the next because mm-hmm. she doesn't say well go to limehouse and then you just have to assume that that's what mm-hmm. but, but nice. the dialogue and everything is yeah. is, is uh, so they they're keeping everything interesting and most of the time they're just people talking so yeah so he get you when he finally gets to Boyd. Boyd says he's got some information from him. I go to see. I believe his name was Trammell. I don't know who that was, but he puts people together that shouldn't be together. That kind of thing. Tanner. Tanner was it? Okay, I think it was Whatever Tanner. His name was. Why did why did why did Boyd send him off? Boyd could have just said I don't know anything, but for some reason Boyd throws him this bone because he doesn't want Dickie to get the money. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Because if somebody else has the money, he doesn't. He doesn't get it. Yeah. No. But he doesn't know how much is not there yet. No, he doesn't. Right. Yeah, we, nobody right. knows. Anything. So it's in Boyd's interest to screw up the yeah, uh, absolutely the jailbreak. Exactly. So and and, and getting Dicky screwed up is not going to hurt yeah, Boyd's feelings yeah, at all. Exactly. Yeah. You know, why would he care? No. Know, he kind of you know he's still pissed off that Ava got shot. So yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that, what I thought was hysterical was that Raylan sitting at the motel and on the road. Oh, this was great. He's on the phone. Now, I don't. I assume he's on the phone with. Trammeltan or whatever his name was. Right? No, can you get me a little closer? Yeah, I'm at the place, but I need to be closer. <laughs> Boy, this guy really does put people together. <laughs> and, and then, He's so close that the guards, guard uh, Ash was walking across the street. 
I love that scene where he's walking and he doesn't even look over. He just he just knows, and then he slowly looks over, and there's Raylan in his yeah. in his Lincoln. Yeah. Shucks. Yeah. yeah, he's just like standing around. I thought that uh, visually that was really because it's a lot like you know the showdown. It's a showdown. Yeah, yeah, the okay corral. Yeah. Exactly. But exactly. instead of you know two guys facing off, you know with their guns out, you got one guy in a car and one guy carrying groceries. But did you see that shot of the <laughs> of gun course. in his back pocket oh, yeah. and that, the whole I mean, setup and everything? Edited. And then they go to the eyes yeah, and everything. Exactly. Yeah, it was, that was so, a nice, such nice a throwback. Shot. Phil, you would have liked that, right? I mean, that's so cowboy. That's you know, I love that's that Western that stuff. Great. Right there. It's great. One of the things that I wanted to talk about in this scene was Timothy Oliphant actually was was the person who suggested for that scene and and potentially for the rest of the season. What if we went a whole season without Raylan actually shooting, shooting. somebody? Interesting. Hmm. And and. So that and so the writers enjoyed that, thought that a was a good idea, idea yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. and so he says, I don't mind doing anything badass, but yeah, when I run over are we the car, in, <laughs> are we in the season right now, or we're going to try to go? Yeah, all yeah season? this is it. Well, yeah. that's great. I mean, that, I think and, that, you know who knows? You may not be able to get yeah, through that, knows? but but it's a but what, it's an interesting test. Exactly, it's a and, great little and exercise. It forces you to be more creative. Yep. How do I get? How do I make this guy still a badass, but he never pulls, never shoots anybody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing the, everybody else is shooting. They're doing the MacGyver twist, and he did it really bad. Now <laughs> <laughs> that he did, you it ran twice. over me. Twice. Well, actually, you rolled over me, and I ran, <laughs> I backed up over you. Yeah. But you were brandishing a weapon <laughs> but, yeah. both times. Yeah, that was pretty good. I love the shot looking at the rearview mirror when Ash pops his head back up into view, and he's all, did he not look like a zombie? Total it's zombie. Just, <laughs> it's like <laughs> watching The Walking Dead. Exactly. You know, and he's trying to get his exactly. arm to work. <laughs> he can't get the gun up. You know, he's like, ah. and again, the kind of the attitude of this day is just really a pain in the ass. <laughs> and again, that, that reminded me of Out of yeah. Sight, uh, the movie Out of Sight, the Elmore Leonard Out of Sight, when the guy's going up the, at the end of the movie when he's walking up the steps, he trips on the steps and shoots himself. And everything. <gasps> yes, so accidental thing. It just yeah. looked like it just felt like that. I was going, God, that's just right in that wheelhouse. It was wonderfully done. Strange, but just great. And then God. afterwards. And I thought it was interesting when they showed Ash before uh, he went to get out the chicken, went to go out and get the chicken. You know, Dewey say, hey, I'm hungry. I've got a real, whatever he says. I've got the bad case of the hungers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Give thing. me some trail mix. Yeah, I don't know. chicken, chicken. Yeah. No, no coleslaw. No coleslaw. And of course, uh, you know, Ash is pissed that he has to go do it. And the shot, which was, looks like an incidental shot, like, you know, I just need an edit shot or whatever, shot of him grabbing the keys off the table. You have no right. idea how interesting that comes into play until Raylan, smart enough to figure out, okay, what I don't know room which are room they in? he's in, searches his body, finds the keys, and that's, I mean, without that shot, it's not, it doesn't, it's not as Gently good. searches his body. Oh, yeah, of course, yes, because <laughs> does, the man does, is injured. Does your stomach hurt? <laughs> exactly, he's injured. He's like ragdolling the guy trying to find a key. <laughs> so, and, but, and then the shot after that. Oh, yeah, you really reacted oh, to that going one. going into the, when Raylan opens oh, the door, yeah. I'm going into the room, and there's that big old gun coming right at me. That was, a, I just thought this was Which is, man, which is fascinating. Is huge. But that's fascinating with that information now about they're going to yeah. try to do a thing where he's not shooting anybody. Yeah. Break their streak or not next week? Oh. <laughs> Man, that was good. Yeah, that that's again. That's one of those moments like last week with the um, Harlan Roulette. Yeah, you know, yeah. You just go. You yeah. guys are really good at yeah. this. And then the, the bad guys get away. They do. The, the dust covers the plates. You couldn't see who yeah, the, that the plates were. Yeah, you just knew what kind of vehicle they're driving. They take off. No so, matter how weird things might get, 
That was Ash. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he goes back to Ash to figure out where they're going, and you know, Ash doesn't want to say anything, of course. I I cooperated no matter how weird things get. Wait, wait, what do you mean? How how weird weird things get? Nice omen of it. Talk about a goddamn omen. Yeah. (laughs) Not a goddamn amen, but a goddamn omen. (laughs) It's going to get weird. It is going to get weird. So he knows that, all right, uh, Raylan knows I miss those guys. Uh, um, He calls uh, Rachel and says they're on the run. Uh, and Rachel says, well, that money's supposed to be at the hauler. They could have been in this truck here, which I turned away. That means the money. So Raylan now knows he's got to go up to, to the hauler and, uh, and the Mags' store to save. Save Dickie. <laughs> save goddamn if I don't got to save Dickie Bennett. Mm-hmm. Again. Too, yeah, <laughs> again. Too bad for Raylan. He didn't say that. But no, he didn't. See, his. well, if you're, if you're a marshal and you want to be a hero, you got to do that crap. Sorry. But that's a great setup because you're thinking, okay, you know, here comes a cavalry. He's going cavalry. to a cavalry. Cavalry. Okay, cavalry. whatever I said. Yeah. It's okay. Um, we and then, yeah. And then uh, it's not who saves him. No. So I like that setup. Yeah, that was. Oh, and you know, this was. I I hadn't seen the character that was all ready to kill Dicky. Now we might have seen him in a previous uh, season because you know when because uh, he's all pissed off because oh, of yeah. Mags' decision uh, or deal, I should say, with Black Pike and the whole mine, coal mining uh, uh, company and all that kind of stuff. So I don't remember if we saw him in another episode, but he was certainly indicative of other people that we did see who were not happy with the Bennett decision right. and how they they felt sold out and all that yep. kind of stuff. So he was had his anger on. He wanted. Uh, to kill Dick, he just wanted a reason. The whole yeah. he said, you know, the volunteer. I'm I'm here to put a bullet in you, right? So we got that nice tension going into Mags's uh, uh, store. store, and that was nice too. The little little pause there when uh, Dicky has to first go in, walks in, yeah, yeah. How the of mighty pause. have fallen, yeah, mm-hmm. gives me pause. <laughs> I thought Dickie was actually wonderfully uh, weird and awkward today. You know, he finally finds the cooler and he said, "Go ahead, open it up." One of us has to open it. <laughs> what is, it's almost like he's still on some sort of drugs. Horses, horses. horses. Yes. Hold. Yeah. But has to open the. the. Yeah. So, what do you think? Do you think there was a gun or a booby trap? Well, originally, I thought he, there was a gun. Yeah, when he was looking in the shelves, I thought it was definitely a gun. I thought he's just going to whip a gun out and shoot mm-hmm. these guys because you know they they hid guns like that like crazy sure. in the store. And then he, then the cooler, and I thought, uh, I don't know, I guess it's still. Be, but it was great because again, terrific writing. They're asking the questions that we're asking because mm-hmm. we know the show. We're going, shit, he's got a gun in there. It's got, I mean, no, it's not a gun. It's it's booby trapped. And they're going, well, that's right. You know, Dicky's you know he's snaky. You never know what he's going to do. So it could have been either one. I thought that was, you know, uh, for me, it, it answered those questions. It made me even guess more. Or, or like, what could be in there? You know, just speaking of booby traps and yeah. bombs, um, do you remember, I believe it was season one, do you, you'd you be able to tell us that there was there was a bomb that Boyd was involved with oh, in yeah. the truck, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So th- that's really the only time we saw explosives. We haven't right. really seen explosives Oh, since. that was a rocket launcher, though. No, 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 a no. Rocket there was a, and then in there later, was in a later dynamite I think sticks. that was season two. Okay, but, sticks of oh, dynamite. Season two, then. Blasting yeah. caps okay. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there was the whole deal, the duffel bag, and the duffel right. bag was going different Boyd, places. The, and Boyd was okay. hired at yeah, the coal mines was... as a blaster. Okay. Right, exactly. So we hadn't seen a lot of explosives. It's all been about guns. And so that's why when the cooler came out, I Kind of went well. No, it's not going to be. It's not going to be booby trapped because uh-huh. that's just too sophisticated for for Dickie. the players. Uh-huh. But, yeah, they didn't really have time to put that together. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it could have always been there, some, oh. or in some fashion, you know. They, sure, sure. This is yeah. the Bennett cooler. Exactly. I mean, that, this <laughs> number is like one hit, or hit number it. two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
but um but I again read somewhere that I think there's going to be more explosions and more blowing up of things Ooh, this wow. season because also a house blew up last season. Oh, that's right. In the big, there was the big yeah. shootout, and the house blew up, yeah. and yeah. Well, so we're going to so see more explosions this season. I know, got to get. We're really we're low already on, on we'll episode talk five. Count. We'll talk about that in our season oh. two DVD extra review. Excellent. Way to pump it, nice, excellent, good work there. So, and wasn't it great when the dad, the dad of the bad guy who wants to kill Dickie, says, <laughs> he's just, "What? what? Go I don't know." They uh, just put a gun on his neck. <laughs> his voice was great. Oh, I know. He finally spoke. I'm like, "Damn, where you been hiding that?" Great yeah. casting. Way to pull that thing out of the last. That was perfect. But you are starting to get an idea of like who's going to die as soon as this episode starts. You know, because it's like. Now, did okay. you think Devil was going to die though? No, not okay. that. Okay. But I was yeah, pretty no, sure the guy he was sitting on the porch with was probably going to bite it because I yeah. don't remember seeing him and then you know the other two guys well they are but, bad guys and you know yeah. bad things happen around bad around guys, things happen so. around bad guys so. oh did you let people know that devil died <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they saw so, it. But but who who's the cavalry? Not Raylan. No, it's Limehouse. Yeah, Limehouse shows up just just the right moment. Smiling and pleasant. That's right. And Dickie's uh, just happy as anything. Mm-hmm. He's happy. Well, he's happy until he opens up the yeah. Until opens he knows up the cooler. Until he finds out that the cooler isn't everything that he thought it was supposed to be. Three million bucks. Ha, can yeah. you put three million dollars in a cooler? No. <laughs> I'd like to find out. I don't know, but it would be cold cash. It would be. So what I I find interesting about this whole thing, which they haven't really talked about, and I'm hoping they got into is so these families, the Bennett's and the Limehouse's, have some sort of arrangement that they've had for, it seems, decades. I don't know how long, but... Uh, and they hold their. It's like he's the bank. He they put their money there, and I'm going what? And 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 then Mags obviously did something as a favor or did something for Limehouse, so Limehouse owes this debt, and so this money's been safe there or whatever, and his reputation is at hand, all that kind of stuff. And I, I what this? What is that? What was what was the favor? What? How did that happen? What was that handshake deal? What's the deal? What happened? Don't know. But Dickie's not going to think the money was that safe. Because it went from three million to right. forty-six thousand three hundred thirteen. But there's receipts. But there's receipts. Yeah, and I wonder how real that is. Is that legit? My guess is it is. I, don't, I mean, because at least some of it is. Yeah, I mean, Ma- yeah. What, who what, knows? What, what, what was he spending it on? No, no, Mag, Mag supposedly spent, spent it to buy, to buy land, land oh, that she okay. eventually so- sold, sold back to the, to the, uh, the mining company, Black Pike uh, Mining Company. Okay, and that's what everybody pissed off. Everybody's pissed off at her. But so. Dickie doesn't believe him. No, he believes there should be more money. Yeah. He's, and there's a, there's a great line in that one. Dickie, right. we done. Yeah. And, and supposedly the deal was if you if you receive this money, then our, we're done, and then he refuses yes. the money. He refuses. doesn't accept it. Does so not accept I don't know what that payment. means either. Does that mean that the deal is not done That since I, had, since I didn't receive it? Yeah, that is what it means, yeah, as far he, as I can tell. Back, they him, took the money back, and he tells them to make sure they start mating. Having yeah, babies. Yeah, having babies. That money starts having babies. Like, what so, the hell? Yeah, I'm, I wasn't real sure about that. What are you going to go up there and say, I want more money to these guys? And how do you have, so do, maybe he's going to do an audit. I can't explain it, yeah, John. Certainly not on the air. Okay, <laughs> He's going to bring in a forensic... <laughs> what, what it, apparently, it takes money to make babies. Like, that's what I got. Well, that's you know, what that's what yeah. It takes money to make money. So. Yeah, I know, but it takes money to make babies. That's what, that's uh, what I'm, I'm just taking what Dickie said. I'm taking it okay. verbatim. All right. So, no, not spending okay. money in the right areas makes babies. Yeah. For those of you. We can talk about that another time. <laughs> yeah, that's another special segment. <laughs> 
Did you bring condoms? <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's kind of a... That was yeah. from To Catch a Predator. That sounded like, uh, what's that guy's name, To Catch a Predator? <gasps> oh, Chris Chris Hansen. 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 Nice. <laughs> bring condoms. Not that I know. I mean, I've seen the TV show. <laughs> it's uh, an internet meme. <laughs> so... So, anyway, so then the last time we see Dickie, he's just sitting with he's, two he's uh, for stiffs, and he, and he fires off up. he fires off a couple of shots, shots to make to make it look like he did it, mm-hmm. and, I guess, and, and make Raylan think he's coming in uh, and saving the day. Exactly, or I don't know if he knows Raylan's even out there, but uh, he just sits down. But whatever, he fires off two shots, and Raylan pulls up. Uh, I'm <laughs> so going you gonna in. go in? Are you gonna go uh, in? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go, go in. in. <laughs> <laughs> And there it is, Dickie spinning his yarn again. Mm-hmm. I'm the victim. Yeah. And he was, actually. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm sure he was notified of the plan. I don't know if he had put the plan together, but. But they do end uh, this, this storyline back with Dewey. Right. Where is Dewey Crow? He, he well, right, taped as, to a chair. Taped to a chair, complaining. He's becoming an urban legend, is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time we see him, he's rolled up next to a bed full of implements, uh, surgical instruments, and, and getting another needle in the neck. I love that we started with Dewey with the needle yeah. in the neck, and we end with this Dewey with the needle in the neck. We bookended him. So I guess that'll be a prediction. Is that thing. some sort of weird, some hidden thing about Dewey being a pain in the neck? And this is the is that what that's about? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, so let's move on to our second storyline, which we've got to talk about Devil. Yeah. We open up with Devil being recruited by Mr. Detroit. Yep. I feel oddly sad Why with his storyline. Do we? Yeah, Devil's, no, Devil's, Devil's yeah I just kind of feel I feel sorry for the guy. For the, the way character? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, because he was just looking out for his own. He He's was given a to... better business opportunity. Yeah. It wasn't the smart thing to do, yeah. but, you know, you feel kind of bad for the guy. Yeah. He's, just... he, he's still a bad, white, racist, criminal asshole. Okay. But you feel kind of bad for him. I feel kind of bad for the way he went out. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, anyway, maybe he reminds compassion. Me, maybe it reminds me of somebody I once knew. <laughs> maybe there's something in the face. But I thought, I thought it was great to have Mr. Detroit, Mr. Detroit, which we know is Quarles, but we, I like to call him Mr. Detroit. Uh, I love him. He's, again, he's got the suit, and he's looking good. Hey, hey, there's the man. And he's got you that shine on him. Exactly. <laughs> That's all right. Settle down. Settle yeah, down. Yeah. Devil's messing up his little display. And his recruiting he's speech just... was terrific. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just observing. You know? Are you bullshitting me? <laughs> he's so smiley and happy. Right, like, give how me can a you... goddamn amen. How could you not want to work for this guy? <laughs> exactly. He's smooth. He's, you know, he's got, I mean, he looks good. He's got the suits. Yeah, he's he's the one to see. Yes, he's got deep pockets, and he thinks you're the guy I need to round out my. Yeah, are you sick of being the guy sitting next to the guy, or do you want to be the guy? Was pretty much what he was saying, and that's what yep. Boyd called. Yeah, back Boyd, in yeah, the Boyd end. knows. Yeah, yeah, because that's what they all do. How did they spin it? That's what they all. He's do. so much fun to watch when he's when he's talking to guys that he knows are idiots, and he has to continue the you know sure. everything's good. No, we're on even you know we're on an even keel here. You're, yeah, we're on the same level. You sure and me. Sure, we are. Yeah, but the, this guy is, and that was an ad lib. Huh? Give me a goddamn amen. amen. God damn. Oh, yeah, nice. So, yeah, and you know, I can deliver. Well, and, and you believe you can. You know, the it opened the show opened with last week's yeah. episode where Boyd. Devil said to Boyd, "I'm in." I'm in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this week, not so He's much. Oh, no, he only got three hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, well, that's uh, not much. No, 
So where's the rest well, of it? The rest of it's in Detroit. And he's been following, uh, Boyd, let's not forget, he's been following Boyd since way back during the religious conversion time. Yes. Boyd was preaching, you know, hate uh, uh, hate speech in a church and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So he, he wouldn't call it that. that. That's what he was no, talking neither about. Neither of them would call it that. That's right, what he was right, talking about last week. Truth speech. You were preaching the Lord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's we're what they were the talking Lord's about work. last week. Yeah, exactly. He's like, which Boyd am I going to be following? Right. So so they laid that in all nice And, He's um, had his misgivings about the whole thing. And Devil talks about that too, you know, when he's talking to Johnny. Exactly. This is not the boy that we know. Right. And it, we also got, again, more expos about how uh, a boy didn't visit uh, Johnny when he was in the hospital or how he put Johnny in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, here's the thing. They really kind of, they had me going. I wasn't sure about Johnny. I didn't know if he'd really, uh, and I said, I can't, he can't turn on Boyd. But Boyd did. Put do him in all the those things, yeah. So, and, and Johnny did want to take over at some point. He, you know, he, I don't think he thinks he can now because of the wheelchair and everything like that. But I, I really wasn't sure. I don't know. But how would you guys think? Did you guys? Uh, I, I had. I did not see it coming. I did not see it coming. I didn't either. I, I thought that Phil? Johnny was kind of going with it. Did you think uh, Johnny was going to have boys back, or did you think Devil was making a, a good uh, argument and Johnny was going to go with him? Uh, I didn't see it coming. You didn't see it coming in. Yeah. So that was maybe. Good. I mean, part of it was uh, I was. I mean, uh, I'm not chiming in too much because I did see the episode, but I saw it in the background. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, uh, so the specifics right fail me. So I don't yeah. want to get into it too much. Okay, be but wrong. Yeah, that I, I I wasn't sure. I really wasn't sure. I thought that because I remember last season when Johnny was really pissed at me yes. for the whole thing. So I thought, well, you know. Now, I'm getting my bar back. This guy's got, hmm, why do I need Boyd? Hmm. And he did put me in the So, I mean, I, I was buying it. So I thought it, well, it worked for me anyway. So <laughs> I couldn't see it coming. So, I, and I thought they did a masterful job of laying in the whole uh, misgivings that um, Devil had. I mean, they, they did it just a little bit in the last three episodes of which boy am I going to get and when are we going to oh how he was conflicted about the the commitment he made last week and And now and going against Boyd saying we don't you know Boyd's not here and all that other stuff because you know clearly he just wanted to make his money move on he wanted Mm -hmm. to get on with these things and he didn't want to wait for Boyd and Boyd's plan and all this other stuff he wanted to just get moving this is a a great thing how they played this is we see Boyd with uh, Detroit yeah, and then the last time we see him is well, just for sake of argument. No, this is Devil with Detroit. Devil with I'm Detroit. sorry, Devil yeah. with Detroit. Yeah, uh, and then the next time we see Devil is when he's walking into the bar and Boyd's saying, "So where you been?" And Devil's attitude has changed. Devil's yeah. attitude is we know he's made a decision, and he's yeah. got no patience left. Right, and, and he's been sealed when he saw the 360 too. And it's so much, and it's that, so much fun to see that yeah. as opposed to uh, nothing. I'm okay, yeah. you know. It is, and then the other thing that nice. they added to that was when. When when Raylan walks in and they say offer they offer him bourbon and he says oh, what kind of how much what kind of water you got and he turns to the devil and says get him some tap and you see the look on his face like oh now I'm I really am the guy behind the guy in the chair and mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm the second tier of getting guy water mm-hmm. so it's like mm. yep oh nicely layered but quick side note yeah at what point do you think Raylan drinks and when does he not drink because most of the time when he's in a bar he has a shot yeah um, and today he had water well my, my only guess is the whole thing when he's talking about his dad and yeah because you know, his dad was you know I can't you know, my dad never passed up a chance to drink to drink it new, yeah probably that would be the reason why I wouldn't drink right now alright I don't know 
Is Maybe that, he doesn't feel. It's not, it's not safe like he has enough. to keep his wits about him, and I don't think I've you know he's he's he can had handle, a drink on the job before. He can handle his liquor, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. That's something I can guess. He's well, there was fun. that one time in uh, season one, which the only thing I can refer to, yeah, where he does get in a fight and he is too drunk to fight <laughs> and he loses his hat. Oh, the hat. Yeah. So. But I that was a good episode. Uh, that was a really good episode. So, and then Devil does his convincing of uh, uh, Johnny, which I thought it was very well done, very persuasive. It made me think that that was going to happen. And you notice when I thought about the scene again, Johnny never says, "Yeah, I got your back." No. He just says, "Start talking." Start talking. So, could have been a nod. Anyway, and then that the last scene. Oh, man, come to meet and nasty. come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I have to take some menace in your voice. You take it however you want it. <laughs> He's, he's he gives him a way out. He says, "No, before you go down this path." Yeah. And boy, and, and Devil's thinking, "No, I'm going down the path, and I'm yeah. going to take you out." Yeah, so, he's he's made it so and he this is just line. irritating to me now. What is the line that, that Boyd says? He goes, "Well, I guess there's l- nothing left to talk about." And then we saw it later, and I don't think he was talking uh, about. Um, we don't have anything more to discuss. I think he was t- saying that to himself because he said in the previous, once you decide to kill a man, there's no use. What does he say? You may, uh, once you make up your mind to kill a man, there ain't nothing left to talk about. I mm-hmm. think that's what he was saying to himself. I tried. He's obviously not going to stop down this road, so there's nothing left to talk about. I have to do what I have to do. I don't think he's... You think he was showing Johnny which, that, look, we, but, we, we gave it everything yeah. we could? Go ahead. Phil. If I may interject, uh, you know, not not the strongest connection, but some uh, it is a bit of a connection because Raylan, um, he only draws his gun to kill, right? as we know. And yeah. so uh, so it's almost that kind of connection, like, okay, once you make a decision, you're going to go with it. Exactly. That's you know? what I think. So, yeah, it's the yeah, same, it's same situation. And Boyd said, the only thing I asked you for was your Loyalty, loyalty, the only thing. That's it. Well, didn't I deserve that and all that kind of stuff? So. Yeah, yeah, man. He's I got, got, he's got devil's gun on him. He's like, just give me, give me just a moment. Yeah, and I'm like, going, so, yeah. What are you going to say? It's like, right. oh, that's what you're going to say. And as it turns out, Johnny didn't make the deal. With no, the devil. he didn't. And so. and he's got a bigger gun than devil. Man, that was. I, I really I was the way very surprised that to see Devil get shot. Really? Well, I really let's, was. We'll, we'll briefly I, talk about that um, uh, because here's why. Oh, sorry. I don't, <laughs> that's your cue, Tim. There you go, Tim. Uh, they could only have him for so many episodes. He has another job. Yeah. The uh, guy who plays Devil is named Kevin, Kevin Rankin. Rankin. Does a terrific and, job. And by the way. he's mm. on Unforgettable. Yeah. So two of the CBS. producers that also were producers on Justified work on that. Were producers exactly. of Unforgettable, and they hired him to work on that. So he, you know, because he's such a good actor that they, they they got a job for him. Well, he's under contract with them, and they, you know, what a but dilemma! We, but, what a poor exactly. dilemma for the guy. I yeah. know, poor poor actor. But they were because Struggling. they they produced on both shows. They were able to work the schedule such that he could continue. They instead of it being a huge problem, they said, well. Or him not being that. able to take the second exactly. job, unforgettable. So the, since there's nothing we can do about it, let's let's make it work for everybody. And they used it as an example to show because everybody's so charmed by Boyd. This is a, we're going to use Devil to remind people that he is nobody to to well feel sorry about or to mm-hmm. forget that he's a killer. Right. So that's yeah. w- that's what they decided to do. Is and well, it's an excellent like point. It's an excellent place. The other thing that they're reminding you is mm-hmm. uh, Detroit doesn't know what he's getting into. That's right. Because, or or you're probably underestimating it. Yeah. Y- absolutely, because we had this conversation before about you're yeah. going to have the East Coast or the, yeah. you know, the North going up against the South mm-hmm. again, exactly. the, the Civil South. War. Uh, and, yeah. and this is a great example of 
we right. know everything that's going on down in the holler. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not to, you know, first of all, it's great that Devil got killed in the sense of the story and the mm-hmm. conflict and all that stuff and character and how it really enhances that. I just love the way they did it, sitting across the table, just like Boyd got shot in the heart, just like Boyd. The, the whole way they wrote that is, I know where you, where you are, looking up and stealing, mm-hmm. stealing yeah. you know, searching for Trying air. to get your breath. Trying all, to get your all breath. That, exactly. I thought that was masterfully done in that because it, it reminded you, that's right, he did. He was shot like that. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what he's going through. And even though he's killing the guy, you, he has that sense of, quote, the code that they live by. Yes. That, you know. Uh, well, he says, you know, by miracle, I, I, I made it. Yeah. You're, You're not, not going to make, make it, son. Son. So. And then that last line, close your eyes, son. Yeah. And then, again, you just hear, oh, well, no, the other great thing about it was you hear this, him screaming yeah. and then the shot. Yeah. Which, to probably black. do the same thing. I would think I'd and probably straight scream. straight to black. And so, right to black. Yeah. yeah. So. Well. Awesome, awesome I, I episode again. No. All right. Well, then that should take us to our break then. So, Phil, if you'd be so kind, move us on. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All right, John, you want to intro it? Actually, uh, I, I, I don't know what I'm introing, so I'm going to leave that in your capable hands. Let's go ahead to our special segment. Special All right. segment! All right, guys. Well, uh, I just want to say, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys will, you know, download it on iTunes, or where hopefully at least you're downloading on iTunes. Please don't download the show illegally. You're not helping anyone. Um, but if you did download on iTunes, you're missing some great special features from the DVD, and so I wanted to kind of promote that for them and uh, give you sort of my review of it. So we have uh, on there, we have outtakes, deleted scenes, um, which, you know, those are all fun. For me, I'm not the biggest fan of those, but, uh, you know, it's, it's great to kind of see, obviously, these characters um, working, and, and, you know, they, they do mess up every now and then, which is funny. You don't think of, like, a drama series having outtakes, but they do. Yeah. You know, you think of the, I you love associate outtakes. that with comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the really cool one was um, was on the set of Justified, and uh, basically we follow the production designer David mm-hmm. Blass, who um, from what from what he from the story he tells, he finished up season one, um, so he wasn't 
he wasn't the production designer for many of the episodes during season one, but he finished up, and then he carried that over into season two. Mm-hmm. And they switched the locations. Um, one of the things he reveals that Ava's house, you know, they, they, they filmed down in the south right. for a bit, and then they switched over to California. Now they're filming around the, uh, the Disney Ranch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so Ava's house, they try to find um, one that kind of looked as similar similar as they could but um for so but for fans they know the difference yeah so he he kind of made light of that uh-huh. um and in addition to that um you know it, it's fun seeing the locations there they're always thinking of like okay how, you know because wow someone keeps jesus yeah we got <laughs> the doorbell the ringing we, who, someone's got to ring the door or, no someone's got to answer the doorbell around here should that be me no okay but um anyway because <laughs> i could um what I was going to say is, obviously, there's so many locations, and that only enriches the uh, the, the product that we have. And someone now opened my door. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, opened someone, no, someone's trying to, someone's trying to, they're trying to throw my, uh, wrenches in my. Uh, it is a special segment, so special stuff. But uh, no, it's you know, th- th- by having so many locations, you increase the production value. But yeah. that also means you have to go to the, all these locations, and things like that, and the yeah. farther away they are the harder it becomes and so yeah. david um blast his main thing you know we need something like this and then he'd look and they're like oh there's a creek we're shooting there yeah you know what i mean it's, uh, it's, it's right next door to the house that we're filming in yeah and uh but but i'm also one of the things he revealed there i'm very surprised at how committed they are there was a scene at the creek actually where they need to shoot it um but then it started raining mm-hmm. um so they and then they reshot the next day, but, but it didn't match the footage that they um, they shot the other day. So right. they had, they reshot a third day for one scene. Wow! Wow! So um, you know that's I don't ever really hear of that on TV shows, but yeah. I guess you know obviously the quality they want to bring to this. And Steve, you were ma- making a point of it, you know, with the scars and things like that. Mm-hmm. They they're committed to that level of detail, and so you know they made sure to reshoot for a third day. Well, it shows on the screen. Exactly. It really does. And uh, you know, then then you know, speaking of the explosion, we were talking about that for um, for the season finale. He talked about that, how they set that up. So I won't give too much away, you know, because again, if you're listening to this, I do encourage you to buy the DVD, watch it yourself. It's very very fantastic stuff. So that's all I have to say. Nice. One of the things that I was looking at was um, I- I'm a fan of Burn Notice. I think it's you know relatively lighthearted and fun and different network, obviously, but. Um, I think it was Graham Yost again. Oh, that's right. Saying, <laughs> saying, somebody asked him a question about the body count or right. how violent the show is and how many explosions there are, and he goes, "Look, sack up or watch Burn Notice because <laughs> that's what this is what we do." <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was great, and it kind of speaks to that. They're really yeah. seriously committed to making excellent television. Here's what I don't get. It, first of all, it's Elmore Leonard, so you, you you already got that going in. So you already kind of know the playing field, people. Yeah. Secondly, if you if you even if you don't know Elmore Leonard, this is the show. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. it's never steered away mm-hmm. from this. It's never. always been this. You're dealing in crime. Mm-hmm. Bad people do bad things. People get killed. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what people are upset I can't, about. Are people upset? I don't know, but there seems to be. I'm I, I think the only thing that I would be. What's a- that? I said I'm not upset. I'm not no, upset. No, no, not you guys. But there are people like, oh my god, so many people. There's so many killings. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. 
I Has mean, I, I think there's there's moments where the um, well, like uh, Nick the Pick, you know, yeah. right? the pizza guy at the very end, or, right? or Harlan Roulette. I mean, there right. are they do kind of take things up to a, another level of right. like, yeah, that's probably exactly how it happens. And right. dang, you know, but yeah. but as uh, from a standpoint of you know a body count well, it's no different than csi i mean oh, for you, sure you know for there's sure. a lot of or or dexter or mm-hmm. you know there was a lot of gruesome stuff on that but that's right. hbo but showtime yeah but you know what yeah, showtime sorry yeah, one of those sorry things was my point drugs are bad crime is bad <laughs> yes yes oh yeah i've got one other note uh, and this is a very for a very very specific group of people but if you happen to live in the san fernando valley you of get Southern to see, California. Of Southern California. You get to see a lot of your town in a lot of these shows. <laughs> oh, really? In what parts oh, yeah. are you? Oh, because what? It's oh there, there, well, there's an area that they use because it's got the picket fence. It's, oh, it's, you know, I don't okay, wanna, right. You know, give the exact location right. and stuff, but your but, front yard. Yeah, no, fence. but but you know, it's in the is in one of the big parks. <laughs> oh, America. okay, yeah. And you see it a lot because because it's a great stretch to film on. They're mm. always filming out there. Um, but you know, you, I mean, you're just and you were saying that you know you're you're recognizing Valencia. Valencia, yeah. 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 So, you know, I'm just letting you in on the background of some of the filming stuff that a lot happens in the Valley, people. And some of that they talk about on season one's uh, extras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you recognize this specific stretch that I'm talking about, I think you, you know you guys, exactly what we're you talking about. You see yeah. it everywhere. Yeah. You see it a lot it's, in the office. Yeah, you see it a lot true. in the you office. You saw it a office, lot yeah. on um, Arrested Development. Yeah. You know, anyway, so. Yeah, move to the valley and see all the stars. It's, it's like you just run into them. You do at Costco it's all the time, giving out free samples. Uh oh, we're moving on. That's our sign for predictions. Yeah, oh, we're we're, that's our cue. Late. We are running late. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Okay, predictions are fast. Here's my prediction. Okay, Somebody's I don't. Losing a I don't think he actually takes it out. I think he just tells him he takes it out oh, yeah. and freaks him out. You're talking and, about Dewey and yeah, yeah, yeah. Lance is the doctor's name. Lance. Okay, okay. I don't think Lance actually calls him <laughs> really, kidney. Is that a nickname or is that his name? Yeah, no, it's a great name. <laughs> it is his name. Lance yeah. Slice. Um, so that's my prediction that yeah, Dewey I doesn't agree. actually have something, but he's too. That, dumb that's enough. exactly what okay. I thought. Is that as soon as I saw him, I go, he doesn't really take him out. He just makes I think Dewey that's think it. Awesome though, they do the old urban legends. You know, I'm guessing, yeah. call nine one one immediately. I mean, you need two kidneys. Everybody refers to him as the imbecile. So I'm yeah. guessing that that's how it happens. But he has yeah. Seriously, if you're missing kidney, you're not going to be running around doing no, all this. No, you're not going to be. No, but yeah. I love that. And so. it looks like he's got two. Like he took both of them. Yeah. So it's like if you're if you don't have either kidney, yeah. man, you're not going to be not doing much for this world. So, yeah. But, but what a great motivator for Dewey. Yeah. So I think that's true. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm looking forward to seeing Raylan not shoot anybody next week. God, be great. I love the way. Oh, hey, that is fun. Kind of neat little inside stuff. Keep the badass quotient high. Body count low. Body count low. That'll mm-hmm. be interesting. Yep. Now, then, now, can he grab gunplay? Can he Season grab someone else's kill hand? anybody else he wants? I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah. find out. We'll, we'll find out. We'll unleash him. Like you said, I think it's a great uh, creative te- creativity it is. test. It may, yeah. it may should be, have to be tremendous. And clearly, they are up to the up to the task. Yeah. yeah. So, and now I'm thinking. Phil, you got any predictions? No, I don't. All right. Well, then that's go. it. We're done. We are done. All right. Where can we? Where can we hear? Yeah. Thank you. I'm at Tamara Jewelry on Twitter. Steve. Steve. I'm around. He's bottomly Steven. B O T T O M L E Y S T E V E N. That's a Twitter Come stalk me in San Fernando Valley. Yes. John, first you. John doesn't have a Twitter handle. Any local hardware store? Yeah. All right. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's it. That's our well, podcast. Well, I've got one more thing. What do we got? Um, uh, on behalf of Valentine's Phil, Day. Phil, Mr. Yes. One More Thing today. What is with <laughs> I am, you? I am Mr. Valentine's one More Day. Thing. I have to be. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, I, I've realized we've been spreading the message of like, hey, you know, tell your friends about AfterBuzz TV. And how does that make you feel, especially with Valentine's Day coming up? <laughs> Like, do we love you any less? No, no. we don't. No. We actually have infinite amount of love to give. Right. And so by telling your friends, it's You're okay. We still love you the same. Share the After love. Buzz be your Valentine. I think is what you're saying. Is what is, is that what you're going for? What I'm going for because we show we you so you. we heart you, yeah. and so show us some love yeah. by telling a friend. There you go. And that does that does not dissipate the love we have for no, you. So dis- there you that, go. That's that, the special that message. That expands it exponentially, clearly, because love grows. Because love grows. Love grows. That's there you go. Okay. And on anywho. that note, <laughs> thank you for joining us for another podcast of Justified Season Three, Episode Four, The Devil You Know. On behalf of Phil's VTech. Stephen Bottomley, Tamara Berg. I'm your host, John Comerford, saying happy Valentine's Day. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Ciao. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.